Welcome to Tales from the Fog. I'm your host, Casey, and with me, as always, is the amazing and wonderful Veronica. Opa! How are you doing? I'm great. Yeah? Yes. And we have some very special ladies with us today. From okay. Fractured Compass, we have Bree and Jackie. How are you guys doing? Oh, we're doing amazing. We're good. We happy to be good. here. Yes. Healthy. I'm happy to finally be on the podcast. Oh my gosh. It's been a long I'm time happy coming. To have you. No. Thank you. Thank no, thank you. For stepping with us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So happy to have you. So, so as far as like fractured compass goes, um, when and why did you guys decide to start it? Um, so it was <laughs> she's looking <laughs> at me because I was kind of my brainchild. I I get ideas and then I'm the one that runs to Jackie and goes what do you think of this? Because she's like my, she's like the brain and she, I just pass it through her brain and she tells me whether it's a good idea or not or this statistics. But I was honestly, um, we started doing this thing called Adventure Tuesday and every time I would look for information on certain things, I couldn't find the information that I really wanted. So I said, why don't we start a YouTube channel and do these adventures and then just put the information that I've always wanted to know because I can't be the only one wanting to know certain things or if it's even worth it to come out here and I think that's the main thing is like I wanted to do like if you're spending your money or if you're driving out here like is it really worth it yeah to, to get out here and we started doing you know hikes and travel first um and then we ended up I remember how this part of the story goes, yeah, if, did, you, if you need help remembering. It's the only thing I remember from this trip. <laughs> uh, I got into my accident on the horse drive, mm -hmm. and then we needed to switch gears to doing something that wasn't so strenuous, so we started doing construction updates. Yeah. Because I was messed up pretty bad. I couldn't do hikes or anything like that. And we were already, you know, working talent at Scary Farm prior to it, so we were like, okay, well, let's go in and do these, you know, you know, maze updates and construction updates. And uh, all of a sudden that kind of took off for us and yeah. we found it was kind of the bread and butter. And then we, you know, started to doing like Diary of Haunt Monster and like blah, blah, blah. And like, it just literally like snowballed from there to basically just doing, you know, ghost. Now we're a haunt channel. Yeah, ghost touring <laughs> and haunt channel and everything like that. And that is, that is pretty much how we are here, where we are in the timeline at this point. But we're ever evolving, but we are very much a haunt channel. And we've had to drastically evolve um, during this time in quarantine. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. as we have as well. Yeah. yeah. Just trying to find things that aren't depressing to talk about. Yeah. It's so hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so how did you guys get into Not Scary Farm? Were you guys fans of it and then went? Did you just kind of like know people that work there and you're like, hey, I want to do that too? Like, how did you guys get into Scary Farm? Just super fans of, of Not Scary Farm and of haunted things in general. I mean, we got married on Halloween. 
Yeah. Awesome. I feel like it was, I feel like it was bound to happen eventually. It was. And it's always been a dream of mine. And honestly, I, I, I tell people and I was like, what really got me on the kick of, yeah, I want to do this is I went to, we went to scary farm one season and it was when they had the tricksters and I saw the, the tricksters and the pumpkin twins and the cat and, you know, she ghosts and all those guys like running around and I was like yo I want to do this like I really want to do this um and then one year she's like hey let's sign up to do it and I was like hell yeah let's pull the trigger you know in 2017 was our first year and we've never looked back and we've had you know the best of times and the worst of times (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah yeah like you know as you know and like the diary of any any monster in any haunt across the world, the best of times and the worst of times. It really is. But your brain has a way of erasing the, the worst of times and you only hang on to the best of times and that's the only thing that gets you to go back the next year. Like, oh yeah, but all my friends are there or it was so much fun. Not yeah, the blisters or the getting hit or, sick or getting cool. sick or the all-nighters, you know, smelling like a farm, you know, those things. So. <laughs> Yeah, you're all walked away. Yeah, you're yeah. all suffering together, and it's fun. Did you guys? Uh, did you guys work any other attraction like um, like independent haunts or anything before going to Scary Farm? No. Wow. Cool. No, we started in Scary Farm. We just figured it's the grandfather of all haunts, basically. Go big or go home. Yeah, go big <laughs> or go home. Like, if you're gonna be part of something, uh, either make your own legacy or be part of of a greater legacy yeah you know and and maybe that you can make a mark within that greater legacy of being remembered uh for for doing something mm-hmm. oh i thought it was just it was down the street well that helps <laughs> and it's down the street. but no i mean like we went to la in fact the year before we started we went to la haunted hayride a Fourteen lot times. Like, wow we actually yeah we would go early and we would actually hike up into the mountain into the hills and everything and we would look down on the hayride and like this was like before it opened and then we would go into the event um i don't want to say that they weren't like really checking tickets at back then but this was 2014 this This was 2014 i bought a first set of tickets and then realized they weren't really checking tickets and all we wanted to do was go hang out in the area so we would yeah we we weren't going on the actual hayride and this was before they had the trick-or-treat village and we didn't do any of the mazes we just wanted to exist within the atmosphere of spooky griffith park and then we also had a haunt pass so then when we were done there we would go drive down the road and then go catch the last elvira show and walk the ghost down yeah it was hardcore so i mean like (laughs) we're those people like halloween well uh, the haunt pass is one of the greatest things that happened recently because oh yes it's helped so much because before we would go one maybe two times a year and you're just trying to rush through everything just to get it and see it and now it's like oh we can go we'll do two mazes we'll hang out here just be in the ambiance and then we'll leave and then we'll come back another day to do two different mazes Mm -hmm. And just kind of like throughout the season, just kind of get little pieces of it. And it's just way more satisfying that way. They get more money out of you that way too. In the same way, like at Disneyland AP, you spend money every time you go. They know that. Like they know that we're going to probably buy a beer while we're there. We're definitely going to get food somewhere. Yeah. 
I get it. It's, it's kind of I, funny that you mentioned that because being I'm that person that doesn't <laughs> being able to go, like, we were actually watching a, one of our videos the other day, like just kind of being nostalgic about last year mm. when things seem so just so blissful when you think about it now. But yeah. it was funny because we were watching the Horror Nights video and Horror Nights, you've got to do it in one shot. Mm-hmm. And we have front of the line. Oh like, yeah. Cause it's over a hundred dollars a person. Yeah. Right. It's super expensive. That's, so yeah. And we were height. just watching. We were just watching the video, and I'm like, "You can tell what point we are at the night based off of how decrepit <laughs> we looked. Yeah. Like you're clammy and you're disgusting, and you're like, you like you don't want to do this anymore." Like the last time, we and, the last time me and Veronica did uh, horror nights was the first year they had American Horror Story. So okay. I don't remember what year that was. It wasn't the last year. It was probably the year before that, maybe. And we even did walls here. Yeah. Yes. And so we even did the early entry thing where they take you down, you hang out by like the transformer building and then you get in and you do it. And we didn't have front of the line, but so that's why we did the early entry thing. So we we made sure we were down there. So we kind of did like we didn't have to wait very long. And we still missed like two mazes. Mm. Mm. Yeah. We, we did early entry and we had front of the line. So we did, we did something twice. What did we do twice? We did Stranger Things twice. I think we did. Because we didn't use our front of the line for it at first. And then we went back through it again. Didn't Stranger Things last year have last a fire alarm go off when alarm. we were in yeah. line for early entry? I literally have video of that still. So no joke, Mike, Bree, her dad, Kyle, and we had my, my cousin with me. It was her first time at any haunt event. She's 13, 14 years old. Peyton's 14. Mm-hmm. anyway so i'm sitting there filming them and they're blasting like foreigner and journey just like classic good 80s music yeah and we had fire alarms and i was like oh shit, really come on yeah. that's okay <laughs> we ended up going into like trick-or-treat or something yeah no we, that's what we did we did trick-or-treat twice oh because i have a daylight and a nighttime got it video of it i like that maybe <laughs> <laughs> last year for horror nights i think we all kind of agreed was a vast improvement was it i don't know who lit a fire that, under their ass it was a lot better after that last year where it was like 40 percent black walls i was just like i don't know if i can want to pay that much money to go back like so we haven't gone back since uh, i mean i'm pretty lucky like my dad likes to go so he ends up paying for it and that's, that's good and last yes. year they had 10 mazes right so they upped mm-hmm. the amount of mazes mm-hmm. which is and it good. was we walked out of there going like oh my goodness like it was it was amazing like it was an, i wouldn't say like amazing 10 out of 10 but it was in absolute improvement. astronomical improvement that's yeah. good and i think that there are i mean i don't know this for a fact but i think they are bringing in other designers to kind of direct Mm-hmm. I think the the rumor train, and this is this is a rumor. Yes, yeah, so this is a rumor. rumor. But we heard that some of the creatives from Orlando were helping, mm-hmm. which I think helped out a lot because my biggest complaint of the twenty eighteen year was black walls. Yeah, we we paid six hundred dollars to stare at black walls and get conga right. lined, and then and, and the same the, trigger here over the, and over again. The end yeah. of every single maze was exactly the same. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, and I was just that, so over it. That like, part didn't change. <laughs> really? That that part stayed the same. Like but the it felt it felt more heavy. So like we noticed those things because like 
we're haunters and we're, we kind of see behind the veil a little bit. Do you think that that was apparent for like muggles, for lack of a better word? Do you think that they caught on? Wait, what? <laughs> muggles, people that don't. No, 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 I know. <laughs> I mean, you, you and I, I guess we're just <laughs> like the fact that uh, uh, Universal at the end of every maze uses the same scare tactic. Sure, or like the, the black walls in between, like would someone who wouldn't know any better go, oh, that's an artistic choice or not care at all because they're too busy like hiding or like. I wanna say, well, see the thing is, see, is I don't most know. of the people we talk to are haunters and they all said the same thing. So yeah. I think it's kind of hard to yeah. gauge that because when we walked through a maze, we're like, oh, show me all your special effects. Right, your <laughs> we're looking at lighting. But, oh, look, look yeah. a scare actor, you're doing really good. You don't scare me, but you're doing really good. <laughs> Like yeah. our our brother-in-law is not a haunter, but obviously he's kind of wrapped up when we talk about how things are. Um, and he was even disappointed with the black walls. Um, he was like, he's like, you could have like put some paint on this. You could have put <laughs> wallpaper. You could have put anything. Yeah. Like, Any transition. Like why, yeah, yeah. Why just the black walls? But to Universal's <laughs> credit last year, there was hardly any. No, there, yeah, there was hardly any. And if there was one, it was in a place where the transition was appropriate to have mm -hmm. nothing there just to mm -hmm. signify, okay, this is a different story. Yeah, it's almost like an attempt at a jump cut, but in real time. Yeah. yeah. And so but it didn't play. No. Yeah. yeah. Last year it was, it was way better. So 2021, okay. consider going because it was, it was just a different, it felt like a different event. To be completely honest with you, yeah. I'd like to. If we do go, I have to go VIP. If they bring it back, Ooh. see. And I kept looking at the VIP, and I was all like, "There is this is not worth it. It's, it's so it's expensive. so worth it. it no, no, no. <laughs> I've got I've done it three times, and those are the best three times I've ever had at Horror Nights. But you did it three times in the past, right? Did they take yeah. you to like the insidious? Well, we did the most stuff. the most recent time we went together. And that was, so if 2018 was the black wall, it would have been 2017 that we did it. Mm -hmm. Which and they still had extra stuff. They still had like, did they take you like on a side thing and you had like. No. So it was just the, uh, the terror tram, but you got the small little tram instead of getting in the big tram. Mm -hmm. And they then you had the buffet and the bar. So it came with like two drinks and then the buffet. Um, but. If, you, if they do have that, just know that if you tip your bartenders, they won't take your drink ticket. I rarely drink, so you have to sell me a little bit harder. <laughs> well, that's for all our, our drinking fans, I guess. If you tip the waiter, you'll get a free line of cocaine. How's that? Now you're talking. No, right. <laughs> now it's a party. Yeah. Now it's a party. Yeah. Oh my God. Can you imagine going to a haunt event just like cracked, cracked out? Up. Oh my God. Oh man. Um, what I didn't like what they did with the VIP on in 2019. And again, this is why I was like, this isn't really worth it. Um, to me, one, I was like, okay, you get the buffet. I can eat somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I will say the buffet food was meh at best. Pasta was good. The pasta was good, but you know, it was kind of like whatever. But the, the desserts were amazing. Uh, oh, yeah. I, mean, I love desserts. But uh, they had the photo ops, and then you, there was no Terra Tram last year. Yeah. So that wasn't there. 
And oh. I think, really? And just, mm -mm. Yeah, yeah which was the minutes. best thing, the best thing they could have ever done. Really? Getting on the terror tram was the best ah. thing they could have ever done. Because the terror tram 2018, it was horrifically. Yeah. Yeah. It was just boring. It's kind of yeah. <laughs> it was just the one, you walk by the hotel, right? That's like the only real thing besides walking through where the airplane crash was. It's yeah, like, I think the biggest yeah. appeal is the War of the Worlds. Yeah. yeah. So the I mean, original, that, was, that was it. The original, original VIP, which is the first time I did it, I think it was either the, it was probably the first or second year that Horror Nights came back. So it had to be like 2001 or two, something like that. Uh, when you did the backstage thing, they, you did the terror tram and then they picked you up and then they took us to the old West sets and they actually gave you ghost hunting gear <laughs> and literally just your group. And they're like, they just let you go wherever you wanted and let you go ghost hunting on the back lot. And they're like, all right, just come back in an hour. And that was so much fun. And that's worth it. Yeah. I would absolutely pay for that. Even when they did the whole insidious thing where you met this actor and he was doing the ghost thing and then the house like, like went, lit, on fire. lit on fire and you saw like the black lady in black like coming uh -huh. around and stuff. Like those extra things, I'm willing to pay 330, 350, 400. Like if, if you have, I mean, that's a lot of money, but I know, but I'm just, I'm just saying like, to me, you've added some extra touches Yeah, that would make me consider. It's the unique yeah. things that, that, yeah, makes it worthwhile. Right. But if you're just offering me food and some photo ops. That's not 350. That's mm -hmm. not 350. Mm -mm. I still think like even like Skeleton Key was way more worth like a VIP for yeah. Universal. That's just us though. Yeah. If you if you were talking to Mike right now, it would be the complete opposite. Mike Mike would be like, "What we doing, guys? Let's go VIP. Let's." <laughs> <laughs> well, the front of the line part is fabulous. Yeah. And it kind of just takes oh, care yeah. of some things that makes it a little less hectic. So they they like kind of hold your hand through the whole thing, and if you. If you really like, if you want to pregame and then go and then pig out on a bunch of carbs and then drink some more and then have them like take you around and then you don't have to wait around. I mean, it's okay. If you're willing to drop the bones for it, then yeah, it's not awful. Also, I highly recommend going through one maze with Mike and making him go in the front. He's just, <laughs> he lets himself he go. He lets himself like enjoy it. Mm-hmm. He lets himself enjoy it, so okay. he, he gets some really good scares. I've seen that boy dance. <laughs> yeah, we had fun when we went to... Uh, went to Reign of Terror. Reign of Terror, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. We went to Rot together. Stupidest oh, moment of Reign of Terror. Yeah. What? When we all stopped on that bridge and was like, oh, look oh, at the dummy. Look at thing. Oh, yeah. That, that was one of the greatest yeah. things about Reign of Terror was their animatronics and their set design was awesome. Yeah. Like some of the effects in there were super cool. Yeah. We did the Christmas one too. So oh, how, yeah. how much of it did they change? So I don't know if it was because like all of us were so desensitized because it was in the very end of the haunt season when we went for the longest pizza run ever, if you remember yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> all like two and a half the hours longest in the pizza car. Run ever. Isn't that during the fires? Yeah, it was when mm -hmm. the, they were closing all the freeways for the fires. Yeah, <laughs> it was right during all the fires. We like snuck right in between two fires. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So we went for the Christmas one. I don't know why we had more fun during the Christmas one. We had a great time during the Christmas one. And I don't, again, maybe it was because we had rest time between all the haunted houses we had been in that year. Sure. And I didn't have like Ghost Town soundtrack like in my head in a loop. Yeah. (laughs) There's something about Christmas haunts though, that juxtaposition where it's kind of like a lot of haunt folks, Christmas is their second favorite holiday. So you get those bad boys together and it's just, it's just a joy. Like every like haunted holiday thing I've gone through, I've loved it. Yeah. And we worked the Sinister Point one, what, like three times? Yeah, a couple times. We love their holiday <gasps> haunt. so much. Cool. Have you? You've never done it? No. We've never done anything Sinister Point. No, Mike's the only one Mike, that's done Mike did miss. Sinister Point. Yeah. Yeah. So the Sinister Point holiday haunts are like basically NC-17. They're, <laughs> they're pretty raunchy. We're above 17. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. <laughs> so I don't think so you could get any raunchier than 17th door. Uh, you'd be surprised. Well, no. I mean, trust. <laughs> whipping out their ding-dongs. That's, I, I see. I've never gone to 17th door, and I will never go near 17th door. It crosses a line for me emotionally, and I can't go. But yeah, I'm not I a 17th door man either. But it crosses an emotional line for me, too, and I went into it very very just dreading every moment and I actually walked out of there having a really good time that's good to hear um they because it's storyline a, a, a plot that I thought was going to go away that I thought it was going to go it went a different way okay that's <laughs> <Yes. good. laughs> it was good um but they also kind of were calling us out a bit so I think they were just having fun oh yeah they they knew you guys were there oh yeah <laughs> that is the weird thing about having like a media company and then going to these places and people recognizing you like especially monsters like you know mm-hmm. and then they're then you're like an instant target for them yeah they're like That's let's kind of fun. do you like that better what do you like people recognizing you and then making the group as a whole more of a target as for people recognizing me, I mean, like, it's it's a cool factor, but it's also, like, that's just, uh, I'm not, like, the fame person again, like. Yeah, you turn into a feral cat. I do. <laughs> just, <laughs> I'm like, here's a button. Give it for me. For me, it's, like, 50-50, because you want to, you want to enjoy it in the way it's supposed to be enjoyed, but then there's always going to be another angle to it now. But they really step on the gas. Like, every time we went to Scary Farm, it was an accident, but I had some kind of Decade Brigade thing on me. And so, like, they knew either we were in it or part of it or something. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, I've gotten some of the best scares I've ever had, like, done to me last year. And it just happened, like, every time I had some sort of paraphernalia on me. I was gonna yeah. ask, like, did you do you guys have a better time, or do you get picked on, better scares, whatever, when you are wearing something from a haunt or from Decade or or anything like that? I do. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I totally uh, do. For me, it's hard because, you know, I'm like a dude, and I'm like over six feet tall, so people just tend to not try to scare me. Between the two of us, 
Um, so when it does happen and somebody goes after me, like I appreciate it more, I think, but it's more rare. But the slides that you see, like if they put two and two together, that one or both of us are like an actual slider. Holy shit. Like you see some stuff. And like there was, one, <laughs> we were walking through CS last year and it was the same time that that guy gave me the acorn or yeah, the, pine cone. Pine cone. the pine cone, the pine cone from, from the general. Yeah. yeah. It I was right it. before that happened. Someone, and I don't know who it was. And we may, you may have told me at the, at the ghost town camp, the camping trip, but um, he gave, he had a slide scare. That was the best scare I've ever gotten at the whole farm anywhere, any year was this person. The timing was perfect. The angle of approach, everything was just perfect. And it blew my mind. And I was like, I wonder if the level was stepped up because that person turns out they knew exactly who I was and what I was affiliated with. And I'm like, did they step on the gas for that? And I'm like, if they did, fuck yeah, bravo. <laughs> like that takes balls to put yourself out there like that in front of someone who could essentially like, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. I thought it was great. Mm -hmm. I never see it as annoying or like. That is one thing. Like if we go to a scare zone and sit down and watch, we'll definitely get a much better slider show. Like the sliders will come out and they'll put on a show for us. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty fun. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Even yeah, when they're not great, it's like they're yeah. going for it. Yeah. That's what you want to see. Yeah. I love to, I love to watch slider shows where people are just, you can tell they're they're having fun, mm -hmm. yeah. and they're trying and they're trying their best. You know, yeah, they're just putting it out there. I like untying people's shoes. Like <laughs> 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 guests or monsters? <laughs> Both. <laughs> yours, just yours. Yay! Oh yeah, that's <laughs> that's 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 the night I did don't it. Don't let the teacher see. Blue hair. You had blue hair the night that I did it, and then I walked away. Oh yeah. And then that's I came right, back. Right, the blue hair. Later. I had the wig on. I came back five Hi. minutes later, and you had tied. As we were going incognito. And tied them again. <laughs> but then I had like my jersey or something stupid. Like, I I wore my wig just oh because my head was cold. Literally, I wore it instead of a beanie. <laughs> <laughs> And it, took, it didn't get as many people recognizing me with the stupid wig on. Kept my head Sure. <laughs> yeah, I remember the shoes, the shoe went tight thing, like, fuck. So I didn't have a running, it was the last night and I didn't have a running partner. So I was like, oh, I know them. I'm going to yeah. tie your shoe. <laughs> and Jesse was there too. Jesse yeah, was, he was doing his around thing, it. Doing his rat thing. And I was like, I'm going to untie your shoe. It's the only time I've ever and like Ducky touched was guests. there and Ducky's not the, the last not night, the Ducky was there, huh? Oh, the last the night she wasn't there. No, she wasn't there on Halloween, but other times she was there. Yeah, being yucky ducky. <laughs> so let's talk about these awesome uh, documentaries you guys are doing on Scary Farm Me. Oh, man, oh they are they are something. Yeah, have you watched any yet? I watch. So I took myself off of Facebook. So I haven't seen anything. They're on YouTube. Did you but take it off? I don't, like I have no, nothing's linked to me. I don't see, so I don't see much. People anymore. that have disconnected from social media right now, I do not blame them. <laughs> it yeah, is anarchy. It's crazy. Like it there's some PTSD type stuff that like I, I, could, I couldn't, like the, the levels of anxiety that I was causing was just 
absolutely unnecessary and preventable. Like, why am I going to do this to myself? It wasn't, I wasn't getting out of it what I think it's, it's spirit was. And so I left. Not like I contributed anyway, who cares? No. But well, yeah. the documentaries are on YouTube and yeah. they were, they, how did, how do we describe making these a labor of love that took yes. up a lot of time? They were a quarantine idea. So the, okay. I was going to ask when you started. The first one was paranormal, paranormal, paranormal. Which was great. So that that was kind and of it was like one. it was like dipping your feet in the water, going like, yeah. can, can we do this? Like, is yeah. this okay? Can we can we do this? And then it we had a good reception for it, and we learned a lot, like mm-hmm. on how to even make these documentaries. Mm-hmm. And then infected, and I think infected was the one because we've both done it. You finished the run, yeah. yeah. That we knew we had to nail infected because of the legacy that it held because of the yeah. and I, amount of talent i loved how far back that you guys went you guys always went all the way back pre hollywood sports oh. park yeah which we is awesome way. so they went all the way back to like original idea and thinking about it and stuff wow so yeah and it's it, really good was that footage that you had taken this this was, was like footage it was the, okay so all the footage that we have um, some of it was me because I've kind of been wanting to make this video, like kind of like a tribute video mm-hmm. to this place that I've spent like three years in and it's, and it's now finally put to rest. Um, and other people have almost had it in their lives for a decade, Yeah, you know, and most of that footage was ours. Uh, some of that, uh, and then a lot of the other footage was, um, actually TPAs. Cool. Yeah, we got permission from Rick to use yeah. the TPA footage that we needed. So me and Rick West, like, uh, pretty much emailed back and forth and telling him exactly what our idea was. And he allowed us to use the footage and I could use anything I wanted to. I just needed to tell him exactly what I did and and uh, keep the marks on there. Yeah. And then some yeah. of the footage was provided from the cast who were like, hey, mm-hmm. like, do you guys have pictures of you in Camp Snoopy or at the other park or or whatever you yeah that was the surprising thing that I didn't realize is how many people came from Hollywood Sports Park to work it the first year at Knott's Cody that was was where Cook was right Paulina but even like the the sergeants that run you through and stuff not mm-hmm. even like the designer and, and yeah my, well my John point Asperin was that stuff, that they have sort of like a cult following yeah. like where they go others will go so yeah there there is a tight little group that follow each other yeah They're good which group. i think made infected the the happy the happy dysfunctional family that it became yeah <laughs> and that was that one was almost an hour long um and that's when we like we we would send videos to certain people to to pre-screen them, and we sent it obviously to John Aspirin first, and he he he's watched it for an hour, and then at the very very end he like messaged us and he's all like, "Why you have to make me cry like that?" <gasps> no, um, we added a whole a whole last segment called Swan Song, yeah. and it was just different squad leaders and different zombies from the beginning to the very end just wow. giving their their two cents and their thoughts about what this experience did for them yeah and yeah i mean when we were putting it together we were like 
I mean, it was kind of making us misty-eyed. And yeah, I'm like, this is going to make people cry. John texts us and goes, well, you guys got to make me cry. And I'm like, yes, that's all we wanted was to make yeah. you cry. Yeah. We, put so, we put some, like, piano music to those things, and it just, boom. Yeah, that was a really good one. I haven't watched, the most recent one you guys did was Shadowlands. Yeah. The most I haven't seen it yet. Uh, that one, that one was, that one was interesting. And if you want to know kind of like what our thoughts were while we were making Shadowlands, it, uh, we were putting it together as soon as the civil unrest happened. Yeah. And as soon as, as soon as there was just a bunch of, of, you know, racial tension in the air and, and not that there still isn't, but um, it was just brought to the it was just really at the height of, of what everything was going on and so as we were going through this and as we were getting I was getting deeper and deeper into the lore because I would spend hours just looking at the different demons that were inside the maze that John would tell me and I would go research them and pull them out from actual Japanese like artistry oh, cool. and things like that and and add them in and I looked at I looked at Jackie and I was like I don't know if we need uh, like a disclaimer on this saying like this was all approached with the utmost respect to, to this culture. And I honestly, I think like when we were, when we were doing it, it made us appreciate how much they kept everything true to form. Right. There mm -hmm. was, there was no corner cutting. There was no, oh, we're going to tweak this so that it's more Americanized for an American audience. No, they kept that shit tight. No care, you know, like caricature yeah. representation. Nothing. I mean, it was, it was pretty spot on. Like yeah. they're like, we were even looking at the little like lantern demon. I'm like, what the hell is that? And you pulled up a picture and I'm like, oh shit, that's exactly that's, what it yeah, is. Really. <laughs> I thought it was no super corny. Yeah. I thought it was super corny and cartoony. And I thought they did that. And when I we pulled, pulled like a it up, hundred year old picture that looks just like this thing with a big long tongue. And I'm like, oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. That was, I mean, it was almost, yeah. I mean, we were a little nervous about putting it up just because of everything that was going on, everything that's still going on. Right. But it almost helped us appreciate the maze more because you don't see a lot of quote unquote cultural like outside of American culture type things in horror. Yeah. I don't know if people appreciate how deep they got in Shadowlands. To you really know, I mean, a lot of people don't know life. Japanese lore. Mm -hmm. So they might not know either way. That's true. And, yeah. but, but there can be an assumption that that isn't based on, you know, historical, you know, documentation and things like that. And it's that assumption that because they don't know, they assume that everybody doesn't yeah. know and the designers didn't know. That's always, it's, it seems like it's something that's always in the back of your mind if you are doing something that harkens back to a culture that isn't your own. And now, you know, it's for a good reason, but that, that tightrope is getting tighter and tighter. Yes, it is. On mm -hmm. what you can and cannot and should not, you know, stick your toe into. Mm -hmm. But, you know, again, like education is, you know, cure-all for a lot of things. And the more people know and the more people realize that, you know, research go goes into it, intense respect goes into it. And there is no, you know, satire. There's no caricature. There's there's no, um, like, picking and choosing. It's just a representation of an art form and a culture and a time, you know. 
and and done beautifully too i mean i don't i don't know about you guys but when shadowlands came out in what 2016 Mm -hmm. i thought it was one of the most beautiful mazes i've ever seen oh yeah the only thing i wish is that they had like the uh the haunted woods like the the suicide forest was like a little longer i always wanted more of that but Mm -hmm. And across oh, the board, right. that was the favorite room of the, everyone that we talked to. The enchanted. Yeah. <laughs> the enchanted. Yeah, that was the suicide woods. There was, there's, there's, there's a hanging body inside of it. Yeah. We know. But it, when, even when we were talking to uh, both Johns about that particular area, I, I remember telling them, I was like, there was something ethereal about it. Like yeah. it was one of the one of the quieter parts of the mazes, but you got some of the best scares because those freaking ghillie suits. Mm-hmm. I hate ghillie suits. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. I can yeah, never man. see them coming. They just but, come out of But nowhere. you have this like really gorgeous set with very minimal like sound effects and very yeah. minimal lighting that creates such a good environment. Mm-hmm. And then you get a ghillie suit coming at you and you scream your face off and then you run yeah. into the temple. <laughs> <laughs> but um that's yeah that's where we're kind of leaving it right now um for for several reasons but that's where we're leaving them right for for now especially because the infected and shadowlands are retired right yeah so i feel like we it was a little bit easier to tackle that without getting in too much trouble it's not a bad way to approach this is as as mazes or venues are retired to kind of go back and give them their swan song give them that coverage that anyone who's ever worked it really wants to see that yeah and anyone who's ever been a fan really wants to see that like that is content that is just that's craveable you know 24 hours a day people want to relive things that made them feel a certain way and especially if they've been directly a part of it by working it or by being a pass holder and seeing it tons of times or even like dating someone in that maze, you know, it could be any connection that you have to this place to get to walk through that again, especially now when everything has been taken away. We can't do anything of those things that bring us joy. I'm like, we have some things, but for the most part, those little things that we have, that we had are currently gone. Yeah. Including an entire season's worth of haunt and haunting. So to get to walk those paths again, and you know, cry those happy tears, and like that is that's a, such a gift that you are giving to the haunt world. It is absolutely needed. Well, oh, thank you. Too. We yeah. are switching gears with the concept of doing the documentaries, though, because one of the things that we found to be the most fun to just sit and listen for sometimes hours on a Skype call was just people talk about the shit that they did inside of a maze. (laughs) (laughs) And granted, we could not put in probably 50% of what people were saying. And and obviously we had to use discretion about what we were putting up, but something that I will say over and over again is there's the show that the guest sees and the show that actually happens. Oh yeah. yeah. And hearing, and just kind of hearing about the stuff that the guests don't see is just mint so we're we're rebooting a style of doing the documentaries but it's just going to be a five or six minute story of different scare actors from all different eras telling one story that's cool pick your best story pick your best two stories let us know what it is we'll put it out there and they're they're all pretty funny we've done at least six so far because they're really short and they're they're pretty funny and i think um 
they're done by some heavy hitters in the hot community yeah. that said yes to us to, and to start out with. To start we, out we plan with. on doing this through the season. If yeah, we can. but we're we're looking to to reach out to the entire hot community, not just knots. Mm-hmm. We want to reach out to Queen. I want to reach out to I want you know, some of the smaller ones too like Coffin Creek Co- yeah uh you were talking to me about somebody from that. Coffin Creek yeah. right Casey yeah Gosh, yeah haven't you guys done Coffin Creek yes well I guess technically but we 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 more ran it than worked it did you ever work a night no you didn't no oh I totally did Okay, but counter question, if you ran it, didn't you really see the shit then? Yeah. <laughs> well, the shit that, I mean, because even, even though, like, you're cool, there's still shit that they won't let you see. So yeah. I know for a fact that some horseplay was happening in my maze, <laughs> but I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's part of the fun is getting it past your manager, right? Yeah, and it yeah. doesn't matter if your so... manager is also, like, your friend. is like, no, this isn't for you. This is for us. <laughs> but you go, cool, cool, cool. That's fine. <laughs> Yeah, but um, at the end of these, we also had them kind of say a, an uplifting message to the entire haunt community. Um, so that's it's like you said, I mean, we're all we're all kind of there. feeling it. We're all kind of hurting right now, even though we don't know officially from some other parks. I, I think we all kind of have a good idea on how this is going. Yeah. yeah. So just just hearing other people say, like, do the things that you don't normally get to do. Normally we've got you for six to eight weeks and there's nothing you can do about it. So actually decorate your yard this year, call yeah. pumpkins, do candy stuff, you know, act, just mm-hmm. do the things that we normally would not be able to accommodate because mm-hmm. we have you for four days a week for yeah. two months out of the year. And there is kind of one cool thing that's coming out of this besides like, there's going to be a lot more people that aren't working. So they can be able to like spend time with spend their children, time with doing, doing stuff. <laughs> But a lot of like the home haunts that are normally open for Halloween night are now doing yard displays and they're going to be open for like 10 days. So now where you had one night to try to hit like 20 home haunts, you now have 10 days to go see these really cool epic yard displays. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there is some good coming out of it. And we are, we are, we've been talking about that. Um, We are absolutely down to like go out to these yard displays and into these home haunts and just showcase them. Oh yeah, for sure. Put them out and put them out there. Yeah. In the forefront. Cause I think the theme parks have such a a shadow over everything. Yeah. That everybody's just kind of always going over there, always going to Universal, always going to Knott's. That's our culture down here. That's that's, what we do. Yeah. And that's what SoCal is. SoCal is just entertainment and theme parks. That's what we do. But like I'm all let's do it guys like let's put together a crawl and just oh, yeah, load the cars up and just go you know we thought about doing our own yard display and people that like come by will just like catapult candy at them or something I don't know build a cannon a like one of those bar. t-shirt yeah. cannons but you just like throw Laffy Taffy at them Casey that is what I said and apparently <laughs> it's illegal what <laughs> it's a projectile I don't Aren't know they, okay Hold on. Well, I mean, we live in Nani's writing a projectile, but I just don't think. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I'm not discouraging you. I'm just saying. <laughs> My arm works just as well. Boom. So, <laughs> it's about, it's about the show. Later. It's about the show. Like seeing this big bazooka come up and then yes. candy flying at your face. Like, like that's awesome. Through the window. I got a yes. Mars bar and a concussion. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a good Halloween, man. That is happening. That's a good Halloween. <laughs> oh, I got a Be sure to wear your Portland protest gear when coming to our home home. Oh, good. Oh, no. the title of the episode? No. You get a Mars bar. <laughs> oh, and a concussion. <laughs> Mars bar and a concussion. <laughs> oh, man. Happy Halloween, motherfuckers. <laughs> 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 oh my god. That's oh. happening. Oh. Yeah. We're just yeah. <laughs> we don't get Midsummer Scream this year. We don't get Horror Nights this year. We don't get don't. we're gonna make it. We're gonna get Dark Harbor. We're gonna make something. You know what we're gonna get? We're gonna get we're gonna get outdoor festivals is, yeah. is what we're with limited ticketing. I'll take it. Which is fine. <laughs> Have you guys heard anything from Six Flags yet? Because I've reached out to him and I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard anything from Six Flags. I honestly don't. I mean, their their park's not open yet either. No. So if I I don't know. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. If Knott's doesn't do anything, if Knott's is doing what they're doing, Universal's not doing anything. Disney's not doing anything. Yeah. Like I don't see Six Flags. Who is? We can't speculate. I cannot speculate. <laughs> I'm not going to speculate. I'm just saying they're the they're the little brother. <laughs> <laughs> right. Has anyone gotten a rehire card? Oh no. Not that I'm aware no. of. Not that I'm aware of. For not? Yeah. Oh, no. uh, not that I'm aware of. Same. I've been asking I you know, a few folks and no one's gotten we're just, we're just so whatever kind of event they put on could be with day offs. Well, I think what they're but... gonna do is what they're doing currently and they're just gonna do a Halloween themed version. So it's gonna be mm -hmm. a food and beer festival, but with Halloween decorations. Yeah, I kind of figured time. We were talking about it the other day that they, it seems, we don't know anything. We should just put a huge disclaimer. We don't know shit There's about what they're doing. Yeah, nothing has officially it, been released. It kind of feels like they're going to do like an Oktoberfest type thing. Yeah. What would be super cool, and this is just us daydreaming, is to put monsters on the balconies. Yeah, that's, I think oh, that'd be awesome too. Cool. Mm -hmm. But if it's Oktoberfest, you have to have wiener dog races. There you go. You can provide the Say the commentary <laughs> of your extensive knowledge of dachshunds yeah i was trying to to envision what a slider show might look like in a a physical distance world mm -hmm. and i have no idea how that might work the, i would say like only the 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 members being able to be within six feet of each other but like yeah. how could anyone watch a show like that being so far away even there's, just the stuff they do at Nons. Like how there's do you no shows. That? Yeah, there's no there's no shows, honestly, because I, I feel like they're just, they just don't want people clumping together. Yeah. yeah. And they would. Absolutely. Yeah. Because that's what it, we're all at used to. At this point it's kinda like I'm not saying I'm disappointed in the public, but I almost feel it's like human nature to want to be close and in situations like that it's almost yeah. impossible to even catch yourself and try to correct yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you're sharing a moment. You're sharing yeah. an experience. And it, I feel like it's almost in our nature to be okay in that situation, and to be a little closer to someone than you would be otherwise. Mm -hmm. We're social creatures. Like the longer that this goes on, the harder it is not to want to get a, be yeah, around the, people. The, the more you're just like, ah. Yeah. Like I've had more strangers talk to me in the last four months than I have prior to this. Because people just really want to talk to somebody. Yeah. So, so it'll be like out walking the dogs and like random people will just like chat and it's just mm. like it's so weird like it feels very midwest like yeah it does 
Very, they don't like talking to strangers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I think you and I, you and I look a little too intimidating for people to stop to <laughs> talk to us. We're like, we kind of have that. Please don't. That, like, please don't talk to me. Please don't. I didn't talk to you before quarantine. I certainly <laughs> not want to talk to you now. <laughs> I swear we're really nice guys, but we are. We're, we're really like nice introverted here. extroverts. I don't know if that makes sense. It no, is. it totally does. It I'm the same way. Yeah. You like going out and you like being amongst the people, but when the people like turn their attention on you, you're like, ah. It's like, I'll be there, <laughs> just don't interact with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is so weird, because we're all haunters and we've all worked events and yeah. the tables are clear, but you're also playing a character, so it's different, it's different mindset and all that. But. Yeah. And you have a mask. Mask. And, but yeah, you're, some, and you're like embodying someone else. It's, it's like you're, you're an actor, you know, you're mm -hmm. whoever that character is. Yes, and it's so much easier to do that. Than see, like you, a giant puppy who unties shoes and takes pine yeah. cones. And the character that I was working on for this year is like way outgoing. I know it's so funny. And I, <laughs> I can spoil like, it for everybody. I'm I will not. spoil it maybe after this is done recording. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll spoil it for you after that. But I'm just like <laughs> not because who knows what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> I did volunteer. I was like, if they were to do, you know, what we had said, like just contemplating in our head, like atmosphere characters, basically. Yeah. I was like, they need handlers. I'll do handling. Like, yeah, you know, just to be able to, to go out and do something in a safe environment. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, that's it's one of the things that, you know, my my parents are older. Um, they're like 72, 73. And, you know, Jax has, is an asthmatic. You wouldn't think she was because of how like, you know, physical she is and everything, but she is. So we got it under control, but it, it exists. Yeah. So like, you know, it's, my whole family is high risk and it's just something that we've been debating. Like, you know, do we go do this? Do we not go do this? We haven't done the taste of Calico. Same. We haven't, did, we didn't do it either. Yet. For the same reason. You know? Yeah. Just because it's like, well, is it I will, worth it? Not in know. in Knox's defense, though. They've been doing very well. I feel like they've been doing a good job, and the guests that are going to Knox to experience this are behaving better than the guests that are going to Downtown Disney. Yes, and I and I'm, I'm not saying Knox isn't I doing. I think the same thing too. Yeah, I don't know if it's just like just Disney people are just fucking insane. That's what it is. I said it. I'll say it again. <laughs> Disney people are insane, oh. and they need that like fix. Where Knox people, I feel, are like they they just appreciate being there yeah yeah i'm thinking about want, doing they don't want that the, opportunity uh, to go taken away the taste of knots one thinking about trying just announced just so it's really nerve-wracking thinking about going all those places where all those additional variables come into play like the thing that you touched who was in the hands of somebody else who's in the hands of somebody else and that person got coughed on it just have to bring my own hand sanitizer and every 10 seconds <laughs> Oh, I I have one on my belt loop at work. Like we like travel and I pretty much, I mean, I feel like you live in hand sanitizer. I live in hand sanitizer. I was like, I'm not going to die. I was like, I'm not going to die of COVID. I'm going to die of menthol poisoning yeah. from all the hand sanitizer that I use. But I've been maneuvering this virus because I'm still going to work and I'm still out there. So it's like I've been maneuvering the virus for six months. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, but holy crap. Like, you get 
a little bit of a tickle in your throat and a cough and freak yeah. the fuck out. Mm-hmm. You know? I had mm-hmm. one day where I was like just tired and I was just like, oh crap, here we go. This is it. Like, I don't want to get out of bed. This, this, this is it. <laughs> and then like, I was fine. But yeah. It's terrifying <laughs> yeah. to think like, oh, because then by the time you have felt that little tickle or whatever it is, that's your first symptom you've been hanging out in the world for five days and you're mm-hmm. like oh shit who, who been, did i get too yeah. close you didn't to? even know it and that was something I, I mentioned to you too like when this kind of all first happened it took me five years to break my habit of keeping my hands in my pocket to just like be a more open type of person and mm. it just went right back into my pockets. Yeah. That way I don't, that's touch, you don't touch me. Yeah. That's one of the weird things is like when you're out now, you're so aware of like making sure you don't touch anything. You don't absolutely have to touch. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. You know who's really freaking out around the world? Nail biters. Ooh, I selectively have panic attacks daily because know, we're like, fuck what? Like absentmindedly a finger goes in your mouth and you're like, oh shit, like that's it. I, I'm dead now. Uh, who am I going <laughs> to give it to? Like you just like all of this goes through your mind. You're like, ha, <laughs> wash your hands real quick. Like, and it, makes but, you, it makes you want to bite your nails more because if you're already nervous. Yeah, it's like, yeah. A, I'm a, I'm a notorious nail biter. So I feel you. It's really challenging. <laughs> I feel you. You got to paint them Remember that stuff they used to sell in like the late 80s, early 90s that was like bitter when you painted it on your fingers? Yeah, I still chewed through it. Yeah. <laughs> I know, it's like, it's just challenge accepted. My, I'm going to bite that shit off of my fingers so I can my get dad, some good stuff. My mom tried that, 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 that didn't work. <laughs> super yeah. spicy too. And it didn't yeah, stop me. Ooh, no. a spicy one might stop me. Mm-hmm. But a bitter one, nah, I'll still chew through that shit. The only and thing then, I won't chew through is like a gel manicure. But those are gone too. <laughs> so I'm like, well, fuck. We're all screwed. Our, my mom's manicure is just open. They're opening tomorrow, and they're all they outside. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. Were they able to get their clearances? Like, I know that they had to go through some extra steps because of the reading thing. I don't know. My mom just said she got an appointment at eleven yesterday, but everything is outside. It's gonna be hot. So yeah, it's going to be like 91 degrees tomorrow down here. Oh, no. <laughs> like all the nail shavings, like that dust that happens when they start buffing your, like, wh- what? It's I've just- never gotten a manicure. I've I don't have nails either. to do a manicure. It's great. It feels really good. I highly recommend it, but not right now. No. If you're okay with a stranger touching, touching your phalanges, it's okay. Pedicures are a little strange. I don't even like strangers six feet away from me. That's another thing, right? They're going to put your head in like that cage from 13 Ghosts. <gasps> the jackal. Yeah, they're going to put you in a little cage, but it's going to be, it's going to have plexi around it as well. And it's like a little COVID Faraday cage. Yeah, you know, COVID Faraday you know? cage. You telling that story about the 13 ghost maze that dropped yeah. you is still one of my favorite stories to like just reminisce about. Oh my God. Like Best someone dropped Casey. <laughs> I want that to come back. Oh my goodness. I want that. I've been trying. I'm going to have to contact the guy because I did work with them. I built some stuff for them. Not that year, but a previous year. So I'm going to have to try to reach out because they moved locations. They're not in the gas lamp district anymore, I guess. 
down in San Diego. They're in a different spot. But I want I, I, they have to have video of that maze somewhere. And I don't know if they haven't released it because they didn't have like the IP rights to like release a video of it or what. But like for my own personal thing, I want to see that maze again. <laughs> Yeah, it's the the way you were describing it. I'm like, oh, that just like it gave me chills, and I wasn't even there. Yeah, <laughs> want to see. So, um, of the venues that already it. exist, either in Scary Farm or anywhere else, is there any one of them that, as it's currently designed or built, that could kind of transition somewhat gracefully into this physical distancing world? La Haunted Hayride. Yeah, uh, I think LA Haunted Hayride is a good one. In fact, uh, if you guys haven't done so, look on their website right now, and they actually have written out everything that they have done mm -hmm. uh, in in response to COVID-19, and it is very well written. Isn't it written and almost in character, too? It's written almost in a character. Um, okay. So, that sounds right. it was, yeah, it, it made me, it made, it, gave, it made me laugh a couple times, like, reading what they have done, and it it really is going to be a limited, limited amount of tickets is what they said. And this is like officially released. So that's why I'm saying yeah. it. Um, but yeah, it'll be a limited, limited amount of tickets because they, they're like, you're basically not going to be waiting in any lines because they have to have everybody spaced out. They're going to have, have cleaning crews specifically just for sanitation yeah. around the area. They have pumpkin spice, uh, Pumpkin spice hand sanitizer, sanitizer in throughout the areas, um, and this is everything that's on their website. So I I believe is it on thirteenth floor? It's on thirteenth floor like that? entertainment. Yeah, um, dot com. I took a picture of it today because I was like, this is a freaking. Adorable. And then there's uh, uh this weekend is there in spirit for midsummer. Yeah, right. Yes. The oh right, yeah. this weekend would have been. I feel like my every day is like Groundhog's Day right now. I don't I know. Even, yeah. even know what really? day it is. God, the training we would have been through. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. So what's going on the spirit of Midsummer Scream? So they're doing some panels. Uh, what panels are you guys excited to watch? I, I haven't even looked uh, at the lineup. Hold on. I just I reposted it to our story and I was like, oh, I got to repost this. Oh, I got to go do this. No, didn't even look at it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm going to look at it right now. No, I got it right here. Okay. That's I the life of a content creator. I was prepared. Honestly, like I'm looking forward to like, I know Larry Bones from Boneyard Effects is doing like a three part thing where he's like starting his makeup and then he's doing a final reveal. Yeah. Um, so I'll be interested in what what that what's going on there. this is gonna sound like such kind of a nerdy thing but mm -hmm. this one the operations in the haunt history haunt oh, industry yeah that actually that's like, a really like, important kind of, yeah i know it's really important but i feel like people are like oh i don't want to learn ops and i'm like do you want to run a haunt yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i could tell you running a haunt isn't easy no uh, it looks it's like a borderline not fun <laughs> it looks or like a lot fun, of but almost not yeah almost it looks like a lot of Permits and law jumping is what it looks yeah. like. <laughs> it's personnel. It's I'm payroll. I'm excited for uh, uh, was it the Epic Entertainment one? The art of producing an epic experience. Mm -hmm. sure, 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 sure. And then, um, delusion, the the narrative development for interactive yes. theater. Like that That's sounds cool. awesome. 
I've always wanted We've to always do delusion. Wanted to do delusion. Man, I really, haven't been really able to get tickets. Go. Like they sell out so freaking fast. I could no. I went the very <gasps> first year. I went the very first year of delusion and since then never been able to go back. It's super limited tickets and it's like a hundred bucks a piece. Yeah. And so like I think that's the only reason why we've never gone is because I was like, oh crap. That's I don't the reason why I went that. the first year was because I got invited. Mm-hmm. And for like a preview, like they were running rehearsals. I'd be excited so to see the rehearsal. David Wally. Which one's that one? The storyteller effect. Why immersive live and themed entertainment dominate. Yeah, that sounds fun too. Um, I know like from what the posts have said, like you're supposed to be able to jump back and forth between these. Yeah, because just like a regular Midsummer Scream, they scheduled them like some of them are like 30 minutes apart, 15 minutes apart. And it's like, like where you, you, you have to do show one and then sprint across the show floor to do the podcast studio and then sprint back to do yeah. show two. Yes. <laughs> but I don't know if there's tight ass schedule. <laughs> I don't know if there's something else going on. At other this point, than this I, I want to do it 10 times over. I would kill for that problem again. Oh yeah, absolutely. 100%. The convention floor. Yeah, but I I do remember that like seeing. Lost. I was finding a pile of donuts, <laughs> like literally a skyscraper of donuts. Yeah. It was, was awesome. And you and you in full makeup in front of everyone. <laughs> the life of yeah. a hunter. Yeah. I know, right? It was Thanks. fun. It was it was Calhans though, and they're a different, a uh, different kind oh. of vibe. So like some of them were into it, and some of them truly weren't. And they're like, what is this crazy broad doing here? Like, like with no context behind like, you know, why, why we're dressed like this or, you know, why we're even here doing the podcast. They're just like, who are these clowns? <laughs> like, what's happening here? But the ones who knew like what we did and who we were, they're like, oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. But it was fun. It was like not entirely our audience. <laughs> that was interesting. <laughs> like, what the it not entirely their audience. Uh, You're at Midsummer Scream. Yeah, but there are so many factions of like a haunt, like what what one's role in a haunt is. And these guys were, they're like semi-professional home hunters. And we are basically in like the big theme park slash live entertainment where yeah. at least for a decade, like our dominant reason for existing was Midsummer Scream and Scarlet. Yeah. Scarlet first, then Midsummer Scream. Mm. So it's just a kind of a different, just a different branch off the same tree. And speaking of which, just to throw this out here, but the Bishop County Fair still has not canceled. So <laughs> since Decade hasn't uh, hasn't practiced once in over a year. Sweet Jesus. Those will be hell of a show if we have to go and do it. <laughs> They're not gonna know. Show one right now. Go. <laughs> show two right now. Go on. Show, show, show I'm not as familiar with. <laughs> I have an easy part of show to run away. <laughs> Dude, I would, well, we have a friend of ours who's a film producer. He has a, a, a sliding, sli it's not a sliding space. It's a warehouse space that is very slidable. And I've been wanting to go down there with a set of knee pads and, and break it in and see how it is. Cause it might be a safe space for us to practice since the rings are closed. It might be amazing. Oh, yeah. The rings closed. Yeah. There's yeah. Some you have to have <laughs> like technically there's signs up now saying so you have to have a permit 
like you have to because I guess they're like explorers for like for the tennis courts and everything else like you have to reserve them so oh. Oh. Like a little permit to print out with your time so if a cop we're not like, recording <laughs> um, when we're not recording we'll, we'll talk about the rink a little bit <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah I'm excited to hear some yeah so anyway, back to mazes that could go. Uh, Larry Bones he, actually just today submitted all his stuff to bring into the black back for 2020. Because like as far as social distancing goes, you walk through by yourself. You walk through by yourself. So if you can set up some kind of reservation system or something like that, and mm -hmm. somehow figure out a way to protect the workers. And they've got the uh, proof where they walk through and like you know, the, the old school um, herbicide, insecticide, where I just go, and like they have that now, but it's, um, it's uh, uh, like, fog, and, it? yeah, and it like, yeah, like a fog, and then you like walk. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you have to walk through between every single person, or if you can do it like once an hour. <laughs> Poof. <laughs> See, walking, Jesse, through, so. walking through by yourself, that is where mm -hmm. all of my bravery goes right out the fucking window. Right? Oh my God, it's okay. so much fun. <laughs> it actually adds a lot of fun to it. Mm -hmm. Does it though? More like, I don't know. It's it's special because like they're giving that performance just for you. Yeah. And it's like a weird, intimate, like moment. The best one was alone at Bush Gardens. They've done it the best. Uh, but Into the Black is really good too. I loved it when it was at the mall. It was at Twin Pines Mall. Yeah. It was so good. All of those mazes were great. Yeah, the thing about Into the Black is it's so dark. Like sometimes you're like, which way am I supposed to go? Because <laughs> it gets so dark in there. Was it that dark when it was at the mall? Yeah, it was pretty. There's a couple spots, but it wasn't as bad as the you. first year. I didn't get to go that first year. I think I had a job that kind of sucked. And I wasn't able to get a lot of time away for fun stuff. We haven't done any of the more big kids stuff yet. It's probably not going to happen this year, but we haven't we haven't ventured out into the less theme park territory, more independent, spooky stuff quite yet. Mm. <laughs> I think honestly you can do any maze though, like social distanced. It's just going to be different. Yeah. I think it's just going to come down to like having a reservation system mm -hmm. and then doing more like drop window type scares or things where, <laughs> things where the I'm out. I'm in the wall. We're <laughs> separated from the guests. Plex right. a great idea for that because you can do so much to it and with it and still have something for them to look at and, you know, different textures that you could see, yeah. even if it's not texture that's directly in front of them. And mm -hmm. if there is that texture, then there's not an actor there. And like lots of use for like overhead and under scares as well. Like having platforms that are raised with the, with the plexi and like chain link or something like that. Like there's lots of stuff that you can do that will add that texture that you're looking for. You literally just but made a changing, scare me. <laughs> changing the yes. highs and lows though is like my favorite. I saw a monster slide. There was plexi and like something else and they slid on the plexi and it hit the thing below it. And they just went like, Froosh like a rocket above the head and it was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Like that's a great opportunity for when you can't That was a good one. Contact. Where was that that we saw? There were, yeah, but there was a slider above your head. It was either Scary Park or Sinister Point. It was like awesome. It was one there's, of there's a demon that's up on a railing above you in Paranormal. Trust me. <laughs> no, 
we um, have the photo evidence. Um, there was you, also you Black literally, Magic. You was literally slide. just made a maze that is designed to scare Jackie. Oh, height differences. Yeah. Height differences. A lot and, of those drop downs. Like oh, ooh. a lot of those things are at Hobbs Grove. So I think you should uh, make the. Oh, my, have you heard anything trip. from Hobbs Grove? I haven't heard anything yet. Talk about worth the pilgrimage. We gotta go. We're going. It's I've there. Been we gotta go. Eight Where is it? Sanger, California. It's just south of Fresno. Yeah, like central-ish. It's like a two-hour drive-ish. Two oh, every single time I've gone, I'm like, God, this drive sucks. And then I'm leaving. I'm like, it was freaking worth it. Oh, you know what? It might be longer. <laughs> it's like almost here to Vegas. Yeah, it's, it's like a, a three-hour drive. But what we usually do is we'll go up, and then we spend the night at a hotel. But that night, that night when we get up there, we go, we spend the night at the hotel, and then we drive home in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I mean, nearby. we just did 17 hours in a car one way, so yeah, Central California is not a big deal. <laughs> Fact, and we were even thinking about doing the six-hour drive to San Jose because Mystery House is doing the Winchester oh, House. Yeah. So yeah. we're doing something, and then we got shut down again, and then we were like, "Well, oh, so they have an maybe not." Well, now what they're doing? Now they're doing an outdoor do, thing, right? Yeah, they're doing an outdoor thing where yeah. you wander around the grounds and you can look into the windows and see if things manifest. That's okay, but like the beauty of that house is that house. Mm-hmm. In and and yeah, and basically, yeah, and basically what they were gonna do is have you wander the house with all the doors open, um, and you would just be your group. No self. It's just a self-guided tour. No tour guide. Uh, but that got shut down because it's just too tight in there. Yeah. So we'll find something. They're trying. We'll They're find trying. something. Yeah. I am. I am honestly kind of interested to see how Hayride does it, and if we feel like it's something that's safe for all of us, then mm-hmm. we'll go fucking do it. Yeah. Yeah. So are they yeah. going to do private hayrides like just your group? It did not say anything about um, the hayride in general. Gonna... It, it said mazes. Yeah. And I guess they could do the hayride as like a trail kind of thing. Yeah. But you know what I said is they should they should hook up the wagon, and then everyone gets their own red flyer wagon that's attached <laughs> by a <laughs> six like a foot little... chain, and then you sit inside your tiny little red flyer. And then you go through Griffith Park at night because that's terrifying by itself. <laughs> but you have to yell Wee! Wee! the whole time. <laughs> and if you don't, your soul will get stolen. I don't soul. Or they could give everybody like those cool electric tricycles. <laughs> and right. you just like drive yourself around. So I guess along with those lines, a lot of the pricing for these tickets is based on the headcount, like the flow through, right? Yeah. Well, suddenly your flow through has been cut into a tenth. Does that mean that the price? skyrockets to 10 times what it was it, it i don't know because i mean you have to make it worth doing like financially it has to yeah. make sense otherwise just don't do it for the year and like, yeah i know i know financially it has to make sense but also aren't people just ready to latch on to anything that they can get their hands on to i think yeah. people so, are willing to spend more money but there is at some point there is like the you know how much is too much like, like if, if we had to pay a tiny bit more to get our own wagon to do hayride that might be worth it you know yeah like yeah. Every, like if every trip to horror nights was the same price as a vip package but it's just a regular ticket at the same time you don't have as many people there so you're not waiting in as long lines so it's like there's there's a lot of of 
of switching that happens. Like there's less people, but you're paying more money, but the experience is still like, is something that's unique. Like, and also to be one of the few people who can actually go to a haunted attraction in a time where basically the whole world has been shut down. Like that's kind of a, if you're a fan of that industry, that's a really special thing to be a part of. Yeah. So it's like, there's so many different factors that go into, would it be worth the cost of the ticket? And I think for Hayride and Knotts, they could, they could very well make a profit. Um, I think for Universal and Disney, they put, they obviously have more money, they're Fortune 500 companies. Mm -hmm. So they put more money into their mazes and it just wouldn't feasibly have monetarily made sense for them. And also yeah. those are union shops. Yeah, mm -hmm. so like Universal's union, so they're paying union wages. And they're going mm. with what the union said considers safe. So yeah. it could have been the union that shut down those those productions. But yeah. Knott's is not, at least to my knowledge. Cause like if, yeah, because since the actors are technically fall under SAG, like part of it is every production has to have like a, a COVID compliance officer. So that means every single maze, every single scare zone would have to have their own independent officer to make sure that the talent are following the guidelines. Like, yeah, it'd be pretty crazy. Sounds like no, we, don't, we don't need talent police, we need public police. Yeah. Honestly, it's, it's, not, it's not the, the scare actors or the creators or the designers or whatever that I'm worried about. If a season does end up happening, it's the public. Yeah. Because we all know, like, what was the funny thing for people to do last year? It was stupid Fortnite dances or to try to shove you. This year it's going to be, oh, I don't want this person next to me. I'm going to cough or spit in their face. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I will freak out. Like, minus a worldwide <laughs> pandemic, that's just fucking disgusting. Yeah. And I got spit on twice yeah, last sure. year. Yeah. It, I freak out. Yeah. <laughs> freak out. It's just, it's just a reality of the job that we work, though. No, I know. People I know. are unpredictable. And yeah, that's, that would be my biggest concern is how do you like, yeah, I can be masked up underneath a mask or whatever. But I mean, if that gets in your eyes, even with contacts in, you know, you yeah. have it closed. It's nasty. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's nasty. People freaked out. And I mean, that's a, that's a trip to the, you know, the doctor's office or whatever and them scrubbing your face and sanitizing it never mind being in a pandemic yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know that's, I mean, that's that's just my concern with with anything that would open up as long as if they can do it safely fucking hallelujah go ahead and do it but the the guest factor has always been uh the variable and it's always been a very unpredictable and unruly one you just have to do yeah. a maze that's like toxic waste themed and make sure everybody goes into a hazmat suit that's part of the theming <laughs> While the guests yeah. are in a hazmat suit. We did find it interesting that Infected retired last year and then boom, <laughs> all this happened. <laughs> Once Infected, Infe yeah, infected, infected said, fuck you, yeah. we're still here. Now we're, we're global, baby. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, like you basically can't have any sort of interaction without some sort of barrier between you and the scare actor or the character and the guest. And that's something I think all of us that have been monsters and have been scare actors, that when you pick your target, it's almost like an intimate moment. Like you, you establish some type of relationship with that person, whether it's a scare, whether it's an experience, whether it's you made them laugh, 
yeah or you just in my case sniffed in their ear and like scratched mm -hmm. your face and gave them fleas and then ran away it, it, you do that within close quarters you don't do that from 20 feet away so it, it's just i don't know that's something that i always like about what we do as yeah. haunters is you do create that memory but it's hard to do it from a distance how do yeah. you create that that connection that oftentimes even though they say don't touch the guests like how many times is have you like like just like had their hand or like there really are contact moments that happen that that's so special and so unique to the situation that both of you have agreed to be in but now not only do you not have that but now you can barely like eye contact is harder from six feet apart and then how do you how are you sure that you're going to remain six feet apart and like how do you get a startle scare from six feet apart yeah. and like how do you how do they really appreciate what your makeup artist has done to your face from six feet apart yeah. in low lighting and if it's bright lighting then why the fuck are we here like it's it's really hard <laughs> to like get everything to be perfect without being the perfect jackie scare of everything is behind plexi and above or below your feet <laughs> you know plexi glass <laughs> plexiglass in the maze and well, just yeah, atmosphere and that's, characters. that's the other thing too is last year at least for me a lot of what kids would do because I liked interacting with kids. A lot of kids were not afraid of me, which was kind of cool. And they mm -hmm. would do a little nose boop. Yeah. And it's the you sweet thing. And, and it's, and it's super sweet. And you, we, yeah. you can't do that right now, you know? Yeah. And then you just go and chase the shit out of adults mm -hmm. and they scream mm -hmm. out of your zone. That's great. <laughs> yeah. But that's like, that's the agreement that you have. That's the understanding is that this is, this interaction is okay. And both yeah. parties have agreed to it. And that's when like, you know, breaking the rules and allowing like the little boops or like something brushing your hair like those those things but it's it's shocking to think that those things have carried on for so long when you're suddenly not allowed to do it and we're like how close have i put myself to a disease by not being concerned about how far away i'm from someone's face <laughs> how for all of us our whole lives have been and like suddenly the germaphobes you're like you know what you're onto something. <laughs> okay, I get it. Yeah, and I mean, if if a season does happen, we're going to have to very much figure out a new style of what we do. Yep. It might take everybody out of the box and make them a lot better. There's a if, lot that can grow. The only scare that you have is to get up close. You know, figure it out. Yeah. Yep. If your only scare is to slide by someone's feet half of ghost town then you gotta <laughs> think of something else i'm a skater i'm a know. i mean it'll be interesting i think that this is going to change a lot of things and it already has changed a lot of things and when the time comes where we can all come back safely and we all get reunited it we're going to have to reevaluate maybe how we do our jobs. Yep. And it might be for the better. I mean, there might be more of those interactive experiences when you are now suddenly surrounded by more of us because we have a different tactic. You know, we can't, we maybe can't get as close as we used to, but we can still be present <laughs> in your peripherals at all times. I don't know, something. I think it might kind of force you to to explore different things as an actor, as an actual character performer, you know, in that space. Yeah. A lot of people, I mean, I was definitely one of them. I wasn't in and out 
type of scare. Like I had my moments, but it's very fast. I'm like, well, maybe you're forced to think of something in a different way. Maybe you can't just go in and out because that in and out was generally this far away from someone's face. So, you know, you, now you can't do that. So how can you communicate something to them in a different way? Like you're flexing muscles that, you know, if you don't normally get to flex them, that's a really great opportunity to grow as an entertainer. Mm -hmm. It really is. So we gotta try to find the positivity and mm -hmm. I mean, I'm always, I'm always down to try to learn a different style of scaring. Mm -hmm. Always. Yeah. And I feel like yeah, even from fun. like where we started in infected to the end of year three this year mm -hmm. is a night and day difference. And then you see like YouTube videos of, of other people, like their humble beginnings and then where they are now and then their different styles. You're like, Jesus Christ, it's like a different person. That's mm -hmm. just because they learned. Yeah. And learn or die. They learn. <laughs> yeah, you evolve, you learn, learn quit, or you rage quit. Bam. <laughs> rage quit. Rage quit. Yeah. Rage quit. I would like to rage. <laughs> I don't know. Is it backwards? It no. is. It is it weird? It's forwards? Oh, okay. Yeah. I would like to rage. Yes. Rage quit everything. <laughs> yeah, losing fair this year was bizarre. Because, like... Shit, the last time we saw you guys was at the rink. Yeah. Was it? Like, in yeah, like it was a, in March. It rained, and... Mm -hmm. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was right. That's oh, right. it was right before... Um, that thing Remember that we Haunt X? Yeah. It was, like, right before Haunt X, I think. Oh, wait, maybe that was the last time. And you guys had just gotten your tickets to see Hamilton. Oh, and yeah. And every time that meant nothing to me. <laughs> and now I'm like, no! Here we are. We, so it got happen? canceled. Do you, are your tickets, like, like on hold or, like, what? No. What happened? Refunded. They just canceled. So that we got the thing they canceled. They refunded. Mm. Then we rescheduled for January, January. 12th. Yeah. They canceled refunded and now we're scheduled for june 20th so you're wow you're, something like a year out yeah so you constantly Ooh, yeah. we constantly are spending 500 dollars each time like we're scheduling tickets though. but the other money is getting refunded jesus yeah yeah That's but don't, aren't we getting better seats every time that yeah we every time i reschedule <laughs> i get closer nice. yeah <laughs> it's like we started yeah. up in like mezzanine like way far mm -hmm. right and then we were like orchestra orchestra center, center oh like, bro like xx or whatever and yeah. now we're like only 20 something rows from wow. you're gonna get spit on i know <laughs> oh, it's gonna be great i'm gonna get covid <laughs> no <laughs> well yeah, go in with your shield You'll no i mean hopefully by june 20th of next year i mean goddamn. <laughs> hopefully we have our shit together by then. yeah well. is that at Sergstrom? No, uh, Pantages. 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 Oh, honey child. Oh, it's going to be Big so time. Yeah, Big we time. saw it. When did we see it? Uh, December 2017? When it first when it came, came out here. here. 2018? Yeah. 2018. We saw it. Uh, what theater was it in? When it was Pantages. Pantages. Such a and then theater. we went to Wicked this last time that it came out. Yeah, we saw my, Wicked at Pantages. My dad loves to go to shows. And, and we're both theater nerds. And we're too. both theater nerds. Yeah, and that's then, really cool, by the way. Yeah. And well, and like my my yeah. mom doesn't like to go to shows. So he's like, here's my credit card. Just pay for it. Just get us there. But we went, we took I him think, to see Wicked. And then he, they ended up bringing out ice cream. <laughs> um, it was mint ice cream. Wasn't it was it? mint ice for cream. Wicked. is green for Aww. Wicked. Yeah, cool. And they like handed it out to us that was waiting in line. So, I mean, like, those are those moments that you like, is, uh, unfortunately, you can't do now. 
Yeah. You know, but yeah, like your dad just really appreciates every moment that he has with us and is willing to do he's like super down to do anything so like even yeah. even before we started working he would come to all the haunt events with us and it's so funny because like you'll see him like he's walking through and he's super happy he's looking at everything <laughs> cool, like that and he like tends to be, oh that was good and then he keeps going <laughs> what a beautiful yeah. soul yeah he's just he's just he down is. to do anything yeah he loves it he just loves spending time with his daughters and yeah and we we are a rambunctious bunch when we need to be so keep him entertained he loves to go camping and he loves to do just everything i'm not you know what's great about him i don't have to worry about him that is nice yeah he set his own tent up yeah he makes his own coffee Mm -hmm. he's like a self-sufficient dude that's awesome that's good i've got this and then but he's i just i look at him now he's so much older and i'm just like oh papa <laughs> that's why we go out and do all this Your stuff. Dad has the cool little um he had the the teardrop the little junior thing and now he has his own van. Yeah, he has a conversion van that he can go camping in. Nice. That's, that's pretty cool. cool. He'll like go off on his own for days. Yeah, he won't even tell anybody. It's like fancy roughing it. My sister will yeah. just text me like, Have you heard from dad? I'm like, No. And he's like she's like, he is just gone. <laughs> he like, goes camping he'll come back a week later <laughs> like oh yeah i just went up and hiked some of the old pct and it's like okay tell a bitch when you're leaving so that we know where you're going <laughs> yeah it's like it's like what happens if you die like none of us know where you are can't like, legit. rescue team to him he's like that's fine <laughs> I'm like, it's not that we care you're going. We just want to know if you're dead, where you yeah. are. We're here to find you. Exactly. We're here to find you. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> That's the other thing. Morbid but simple. Yeah. I just want to know where you are. That's the other thing that this whole pandemic kind of, I don't know, it kind of irked me. It was nice and it was bad at the same time because I feel like a lot of people have turned to nature to... Mm-hmm entertain themselves but a lot of people do not respect our wild spaces Mm because the last time I went on a hike it was trashed yeah it was trash and I've heard things come out of mammoth mammoth is one of our favorite spots no one's picking up after themselves and so all the people who are outdoorsy or grew up in the mountains and like stay the fuck off of my mountain because you guys don't know how to pick up after yourselves that's that is my one complaint coming out of this like if you're gonna go out you're gonna do something don't be an asshole don't leave your shirt everywhere pick up your trash simple pick up your trash wear a mask don't be a dick it's not that hard yeah (laughs) there's the (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt pick up your trash wear a mask don't be a dick (laughs) well for the longest time for a decade that's what i wanted the t-shirt to say don't be a dick and then make everybody wear it. <laughs> Don't be a dick. Be nice. It's not. Or you could just have a picture of a dick with an arrow pointing up right. <laughs> to some people. No. <laughs> 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 what? Some people don't like us already. That's going to be the worst. Just right at the, at the collar, just two big pendulous hairy balls. <laughs> oh 
Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> I think he broke Jackie. <laughs> you nasty. You nasty. So what else do you guys have planned? Anything else going on? Wow. No, we're just we're we have a dog. Let me go find her. We're we'll right back. Yes. I'm just gonna let her in. See, dog. <laughs> We're just going through these projects and putting things together, and we just. Hey. Oh, I hear it. Lucy, come here. You got to... <gasps> Ghost dog. Hey, ghost dog. Riley. Riley. Let me put the headphones on you. Hold on. Hi, Hold still. Riley. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Your boyfriend's here. Where? Where's my Casey? Sweet girl. Oh, Flurf. I got her. Mm -hmm. Fluffy as ever. You she wants support. She wants front support. She's a big girl. She's filling out now. She's like 75, 80 pounds. Oh boy. Yeah. Big girl. Yeah, you're a big girl. I know. I know. Oh. This guy's. Lucy. Come here. This little hunk of meat. Come here. Hunk of meat. Come here. This guy we got in April 8th was the day we adopted him. He's hard to see because he's all black. His name is Lucy the Subdemon. <laughs> He's such a good boy. Mm. Young or older? He's a little older. He's like five. Yeah, he's, he's got these little, little. He's got a little white mustache. Yeah. yeah. He is a doxador. <sighs> Pink doxador. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's dachshund and Labrador. It's like. Dachshund wow. and Black Lab. What? Yeah. Yeah. And he's the coolest thing ever. He's like mostly dachshund shape and like he has dachshund feet with like that turnout and stuff. But look at this skull. Like this is not a dachshund skull. It's like yeah. a softball. But then he's got the Roman nose like a dachshund. That's like it? labs are bigger. Right. Yeah. And he's like. I mean, he's beefy. He does weigh a ton. He weighs a ton, but he's, <laughs> a, he's a little packaged. Come yeah, on, he's like, he's probably just like super dense. Yeah. He's very dense. Yeah, he's meaty. He's very dirty. He's, uh, when I took him to the vet, he was 16 pounds. Okay. Oh, how quaint. That's like yeah. how big Riley was when we got her. <laughs> but he's like the size of a shot glass. <laughs> so he's a bowling ball. Nice. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, he's like Supreme Burrito size. He's like, yeah. Nuts. He just doesn't take up very much space. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yes. I love it. Hi, bug. I know. Oh, um, back to say hi. I don't know. Yeah. What are the products we have? Ghost dog. We have this project. We have the we just put up um our tribute. Like a tribute video. Like a, a, the dark tribute. Did you guys watch that? Yeah. Did you watch that? So that that was something that came out of like you know, Jackie looks over and says, like, we should really do another tribute. And I said, yeah, okay, let's do a tribute. And then I spent, like, uh -oh. it's almost like uh -oh. a... No, I'm just going to get a squeaky toy. It's almost like a journal 
that I used it as a journal, like just the stuff from my head. So when you see those, those images in the beginning with the plague doctors and the skulls and the hands and everything like that, um, it's like an insight. Into it literally is just an insight into like just all the feelings that was kind of mixed up in, in my head. Yeah. Cool. And then obviously put the obligatory like feel good stuff at the end, but you know, just the all haunt, the monsters just all the going monsters. to town on everyone. Mm -hmm. But yeah, and I don't know if you can, I mean, it's kind of obvious that it's Boot Hill at Knott's like mm -hmm. in the background. So I don't know. It, I, it was something actually we, you know, I made and then we hung on to it for like five days going, do we release this? Do we not release this? Do we release well, this? We, and we didn't want to, I mean, you wanted to release it. I didn't initially want to release it because I didn't want people to think that we were speaking on behalf of another theme park that has not made any announcements yet. Yeah. Um, but I was just like, you know what? I can just put in the comments, like, don't make assumptions until they say it for sure. And fuck it, put it up. That's yeah. really insightful to have that perspective that it might be taken that way. Well, well yeah, I mean, I, I, this is not to bad talk anybody, but we have gotten a lot of questions because mm -hmm. I think, I think people think that we're insiders. We're not, we're, we're pretty much your average schmuck just trying to make quarantine less boring. Your fan, your fans like everybody else. Yeah. We that don't, stuff is kept so close to the job. Yeah. We don't mm -hmm. know anything. So, mm -hmm. but we but didn't want content. Yeah, but we didn't want people to think like, oh, this means Knott's is canceled. It, Knott's hasn't said anything, so why don't you wait for them to say something and then we'll go from there? Yeah. Like, yeah, we know Dark Harbor's not happening. They announced it a while ago. We know Horror Nights isn't happening, mm -hmm. which kind of sparked like, the, okay, like, yeah, maybe we need to think about doing a tribute video, which mm -hmm. we did. But that was the, the forefront thought was, uh, we got to be careful about how people are going to take this. So just put in the comments. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. you know, I just included knots because it's knots. Like, it's one of the big three, mm -hmm. you know, and that's, and that was included and that, that's what we did. I just, I was just like, wow, I just went to a really dark place and like came right back out of it. And I think, I think that's kind of all of our mindsets we're during this quarantine is we, we're going to these dark places in our mind. And then what really matters is, is how we come out of it on the other end. Yeah. You know, and I, I think that's why I wanted that, those dark images going through in the beginning and that, that solemn uh, woman singing and then just the lightning and just the monsters bringing the storm. Yeah. You know, and, and that's basically where that came from. And I think, I think you did a good job of that. And it's also like telling people like, it's okay to have the feelings that you're having. It fucking sucks right now. Yeah. Yes. Shit sucks. There's no like beating around the bush, but it's not forever. Mm -hmm it's not going to be forever. And we have other ways of expressing ourselves and being able to keep that spirit alive mm -hmm. for something that we love. We just got to buckle down and do it. Mm -hmm. But it's okay to be like, this fucking sucks. It's totally fine. Yeah. And you can acknowledge that it sucks, even though someone else is going through something worse. Yeah. You're still allowed to have that experience and to go yeah. through those feelings. Yeah. It doesn't invalidate the way you feel at all. Yeah. No it's very real and it's your truth right now and that's okay mm -hmm. but that's why we're going to the complete opposite end of of the spectrum and putting in these funny stories because that's and just, also part of it it's yeah part, along with the morning and this you know that sense of loss you also have that 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 nostalgia for 
the things that, you know, like we were saying how terrible things happen to you and then great things happen to you, but we tend to hold on to the great things. Get, reliving those is therapy. That really is helpful when you're going through those feelings of loss and mourning something that you hold so dear. Like haunt is like, how many people do we know who will stay in their parents' basement for 11 months out of the year so that they can work Scary Farm for one month of the year? Like that's a phenomenon that happens. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> very important to people, and they'll they'll rearrange their entire lives so that they can be part of this thing. It's it's it, people make fun of it, but it's very real, and it yeah. hits home for a lot of people that something that they you know, and in a lot of ways, kind of like we were talking about this with sliding and stuff. It's like this is tied into identity. It goes very deep. What's happening yeah. to, to our experience on this planet. So having things like the videos that you produce and the things that we as a community share and, and use those things to lift everybody instead of spiraling down into the depression that, that comes from just dwelling in loss, like these things are very important. So having those things where, you know, you're, you're laughing about those, those asinine experiences or those things that you probably shouldn't have done, but you did anyway, because it was funny and for no other reason than it was funny. <laughs> we need those, we thrive on those. And yeah. right now that's, that's emotional sustenance. Like we gotta have it. So, Absolutely, 100%, could not have said that better myself. Yeah. And I think that is an amazing place to end the podcast. Yay, yeah. so, thanks for letting us be on here finally. <laughs> we made it. Yeah. <laughs> Joy, thank you so we, much for being here. We need to come back when we can like be. We can need to come back on at the end of the season. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, something's going to happen. And like, there yeah. will be stuff to, something's gonna stuff happen. to talk about. Yeah. And then there'd like be a ton of crap to talk about. <laughs> yeah. We'll send you, we'll, we'll send you our address so you can see our yard display. Hell yeah. And then we'll air cannon. We'll Some air kind cannon. of caravan going on. Like we want in. Yeah. That yep. Yeah. We will air cannon a Mars bar and give we'll you a, a, a Mars bar. Uh, Mars a, bars and concussions. Halloween, a Halloween yard display convoy. If we, if, if we can get, I'll get a list of everything that's going on and I'm sure you guys are connected as well. And we can kind of put together a thing and then we'll all just meet in our cars. Yeah. Just boom, take off and that we can, we just follow each other. Yeah, that'd be yeah. awesome. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That'd be great. Yeah, we can make food stuff. I'm literally gonna be like holding the camera out and be like, "You guys good?" <laughs> <laughs> we need to all be recording at the same time so that when it gets edited together, it's all the different perspectives from the yes. different. Oh my god! Very cool. Oh yes! Oh, that'd be cool. So I can't wait. Yeah, that yeah. is happening. So, where can people find you guys on the interwebs? Uh, they can find us on Instagram. They can find us on Twitter. They can find us on YouTube. YouTube, especially. Facebook. That's where all our contents are. Everything is at Fractured Compass, except for Twitter. I think that's at F-R-A-C-T underscore compass. And then your personal Insta is Bumblebree1117. And mine's Jacqueline Winters. And if you want to follow Riley, Riley has one too. I don't remember it off the top of my head. I didn't know head. Riley had an Insta. It's Riley me, Junebug SD. Like is it? Let me, SD. let me make sure. Hold on. I can just pull um, it up right now. They can also find us on Patreon. Oh yeah, we have Patreon. Oh hell um, yes! Yes, they can also find us on Patreon. Um, you can be part of the Werewolf Pack, the Skeleton Crew, 
Sweet. uh the monster yeah like so it's all that um we've been really really working trying to get things to be be happening for patreon because without with all this it's kind of lacked yeah just yeah. a bit i've kind of tried to rejuvenate yeah. that just a little bit so mm. but oh if you want riley's instagram it's at riley junebug underscore sd riley is spelled r-y-l-e-e because we are extra like that (laughs) she does have an instagram account and it's adorable (laughs) yeah i can't wait all right i I am still on instagram so (laughs) yeah fracture compass productions for any major social media yeah that's about it a lot of youtube mostly youtube and instagram Mostly you can be Instagram. I, in fact, I just got a horror pop Funko uh, 13 days of Halloween lead up. And there's a mini pop Funko behind the haunted house doors that you pull open. And so on our Instagram, we're going to be <laughs> revealing who's behind the door like every day, just to, like, as a fun little, like a fun little thing. I was like, Halloween advent calendar. Yeah. Why didn't yeah. we do this yeah. before? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, right that's where you can find us. We exist, I promise. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And then you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Tales from the Fog. And you can find Veronica on Instagram at... You can find me posting pictures about Hamilton, my child, and my dogs. And sometimes Casey's featured there as well. At Veronica Voices. If you want to see me doing uh, film production stuff, it's at Stunt Soundy. S-T-U-N-T-S-O-U-N-D-I-E. Cool. And until next time, guys, we'll see you in the fog. Bye, guys! Bye! Bye. Bye. Woo! Thanks for coming! <laughs> <laughs> yes.